7.32 nearly. Let's welcome Jamie Sung, shall we? Good morning. Good morning. And you're here for our spectrum because uh, North Korea spoke via its state media suggesting Chairman Kim Jong-un did supervise Saturday's strike drill, which basically involved firing random projectiles into the EC. Random, I say, because it's not been totally clear exactly what these projectiles were, how much of a threat they could be. But any projectile fired from North Korea, um, especially when we're into the range of hundreds of kilometers, uh, is obviously a threat to South Korea. I mean, they don't have to travel very far to hurt us. And South Korean media outlets have been weighing in on the subject. So, Jamie, can you start with the Hangul Gilbo, which said we should neither overreact nor just accept Pyongyang's military provocations? Sure. The Hangul Gilbo said there is a reason for the South Korean government to maintain a cautious tone because it's still uncertain what the short-range projectiles were. The paper noted the last weapons test by North Korea took place on April 17th, but it was a test of new tactical guided weapons, and Pyongyang has not tested its ballistic missiles since November 2017. The paper views Pyongyang's low-profile armed protests as a way of applying pressure on the United States and South Korea to end the stalemate with Washington, and said it was a typical North Korean strategy of getting the U.S. to change its attitude while keeping channels of negotiation still open and also having Seoul actively advocate for Pyongyang in its talks with Washington. The Hangul Gilbo said Donald Trump's statement uh, after Pyongyang's weapons test where he said Kim Jong-un, quote-unquote, knows that I am with him and does not want to break his promise to me likely reflects his understanding of Pyongyang's such position. And what did the Hangul Gilbo actually suggest the South Korean government do? It said even so, provocations from North Korea are not acceptable, especially because tactical guided weapons and multiple rocket launchers pose a direct and serious security threat to South Korea. And the South Korean government should take a cool-headed and firm stance against Pyongyang's military provocations while continuing to pursue holding a fourth summit with Pyongyang as a way to resume North Korea-U.S. talks. Let's talk about the Korea Economic Daily's response. It was disappointed in the way Seoul responded. Yeah, the paper said it was disappointing that the Blue House held a related ministerial meeting, not a National Security Council meeting. The paper also reported that the South Korean Joint Chiefs of Staff initially announced Saturday morning that North Korea fired short-range missiles, but revised its statement 40 minutes later and said they were short-range projectiles. It argued such statements give rise to speculations that Seoul is maybe too concerned about upsetting North Korea. The paper said it understands Seoul has made great efforts to improve inter-Korean relations so far, but said this time the Blue House should send a, a clear and strong message of warning to North Korea. And what else does the Korea Economic Daily think should be done? The paper said now is not the time for the South Korean government to try and appease Pyongyang, saying the nation's security is at stake, and strongly condemned that North Korea violated the September 19th military agreement in which the two Koreas agreed to stop all hostile military activities. Regarding the reason for the test, the Korea Economic Daily also suggested it was part of Pyongyang's effort to get Washington to make concessions in its pressure campaign against the North and have them relieve sanctions. And the Hangul also postulated North Korea was just trying to shake up the stalemate with its testing and added it was fortunate both South Korea and the US remained calm. I, I mean, I think 
if we were to have the benefit of a little more hindsight, that's exactly the situation here, that North Korea is sending out a message mm -hmm. trying to provoke some response. But that still leaves us with the question, what is the appropriate response? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Hangyore said it was notable that North Korea waged its low-profile armed protest right after Donald Trump emphasized putting pressure on Pyongyang in a phone call with Vladimir Putin and said it was likely an expression of Pyongyang's frustration with the continued sanctions pressure and Washington's insistence on a big deal. The Hangyore viewed North Korea's choice of short-range, short-altitude projectiles as an attempt to tone down its provocation and welcomed the calm response from both Seoul and Washington. Uh, after holding a meeting with related ministers, the Blue House expressed concern as it called for a stop to actions that escalate tensions. And the foreign ministers of both South Korea and the United States agreed to respond cautiously. The paper assessed this and the restrained response from Donald Trump as a demonstration of their willingness to not let the North Korea-U.S. relations falter and remarked that a strong response to a strong action would only heighten tensions on the Korean peninsula and impede progress in Pyongyang-Washington talks. Right, so um, we don't want to mistake patience for weakness, but at the same time, uh, sometimes... We, we get a bit fed up waiting, don't we? All of us as the members of the public, we don't want to be in a situation where North Korea seems to be stringing us along. The Hangare focused on the reason for Pyongyang's provocation and brought up the need to engage in dialogue. Yeah, the paper said in order to deflate tensions, what is more important is to work actively to break the current impasse between Pyongyang and Washington. It also pointed to the worst food crisis North Korea is facing in a decade and said Pyongyang is likely to lash out even more if the United States only continues to pressure the North with maximum sanctions. The paper cited a recent joint assessment by the World Food Program and the Food and Agriculture Organization that the worst harvest in a decade left North Korea with a 1.36 million ton shortage of grain. The Hangyare said the food shortage may be partially due to climate change, but is actually more of a man-made disaster brought on by a lack of fertilizers, fuel, and agricultural equipment due to the sanctions imposed on North Korea. The paper called on Seoul and the international community to provide humanitarian aid for North Koreans who are suffering from starvation and said South Korea and the U.S. should discuss working together to provide humanitarian aid at their working level meeting scheduled to be held this week in Seoul with U.S. Special Representative for North Korea Stephen Began in attendance. The Hangyore hoped that the two sides can come to a decision that will help start North Korea-U.S. dialogue beyond sanctions relief and urged Pyongyang to swiftly accept the invitation to a fourth summit with Seoul proposed by President Moon to seek a resolution in a face-to-face -face meeting. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good, of course, to, to be concerned for human rights. Very mm -hmm. good. But be also then concerned for people who are victims of Pyongyang's regime. Too often we see on that side of the political persuasion um, comments that seem to overlook that more politically sensitive human rights issue. Whereas the Chosen Ilbo has no problem <laughs> pointing out that kind of side. And that's part of the issue here, actually, generally. 
where is the balanced middle ground here? Uh, the Chosen Hill boys criticised the government for not calling the missile a missile, and that seems a fair point too. A missile, by the way, can be anything that you even throw. I mean, we talk about people throwing missiles at sports games, for example, from the crowd. So we shouldn't be so sensitive about using the word missiles for exactly what North Korea fired into the uh, water on Saturday. So tell us more about the Chosen Hill boys' perspective. Right. Uh, the Chosunilbo harshly criticized the South Korean government for not using the word missile and calling the projectiles new tactical guided weapons. The Chosunilbo then accused the Moon Jae-in administration of burying its head in the sand and refusing to look up at the sky just to deny that Pyongyang has launched missiles. The paper added the idea of establishing peace by halting military exercises and undermining our defense capabilities was confirmed to have been a dangerous oversight and argued President Moon has to order the military to reorganize and rearm itself. Well, I don't think we completely dropped our arms either. Anyway, we'll pick this subject up again very soon, I'm sure. For now, Jamie Sung and today's Spectrum, thank you very much. Thank you, Alex.